unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And today we're on episode number 22, and the title of today's podcast is How Expectations Fuck Us Up. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, expectations. They're the root of all evil. It's not money, it's not religion, it's not politics, it's expectations. And we're gonna talk about just exactly that because I have expectations too, obviously. My expectation this week is I was gonna be healthy and productive, but unfortunately, that did not work. If you guys watch this podcast, if you guys listen to it, we also actually have a video podcast that is available on the Speaking to the Heart Podcast Network YouTube page, and then also will be available on my Christopher Roush YouTube page shortly. Um, But anyways, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we actually have the live podcast uh, premiere on or inside of our raw and unscripted Facebook page. So if you actually wanna see the podcast and actually uh, interact with me personally every Tuesday night, I'm in there in the forum and actually chiming in and offering additional information maybe that I forgot to put in the podcast. Um, So I'm sitting there interacting, but this last uh, Tuesday night, I could not do it. I was down with the stomach flu for a couple of days. um, So it was pretty brutal, but I'm happy to say I'm back. Of course, I'm unstoppable. I almost went to the hospital, but uh, I was pretty stubborn and just rode it through. Um, but anyways, uh, I managed, if you guys have been following me also, I've been doing my 75 hard. Um, again, that's a program that was offered by Andy Frisella. I encourage you to go check it out, andyfrisella.com. Um, he's also known as the MFCEO project on iTunes. Great guy. Um, so I'm doing the 75 hard program. It's pretty tough and I'm on day 13. So I consider the fact that I had stomach flu I was only down for one day and I still maintained everything else um, except for that one day. And I will tell Andy to his face that uh, that one day was way tougher than 75 hard. So uh, keeping up with that, my pledges, my promises, and just proving to you guys that I am truly unstoppable. In addition to that, still working with my coaches and everything else to bring you guys value, bring you guys content. We got the group coaching coming up pretty soon, which I'm super, super excited about. Um, I haven't done a group coaching in a while, so this is all brand new material all redesigned to create unstoppable kick-ass confidence for you personally and professionally. Dig? All right, let's just get into it. So what are expectations? Expectation, expectations are these beliefs that we tell ourselves that is something that's true or going to be true. And it's like, oh, I expect this and I expect that. But what they are is they're extremely dangerous to our mindset, to our confidence, and to our relationships because Um, If we don't do the work that we need to do in order to make sure the expectations are real and truthful and the people that are inside of those expectations are bought on and they know what they're supposed to be doing, you have the opportunity for shit to go sideways. Now, really, what's the problem? The problem with expectations is either ourselves where we have expectations on others that we possibly haven't communicated with or we don't actually know what their true situation is. But also we have expectations of ourselves like, okay, I'm going to start a diet and I'm going to lose 10 pounds a week and everything's going to be great. I'm going to start this new sales job. I'm going to make $100,000 in the first year. That's an expectation that's not justified by facts, right? And then we also have expectations of others where they're putting expectations on us. They think that we're going to do something. They think we're capable of something. They thought we already knew something. So you can definitely see how expectations can really be the core of fucking us up uh, personally and professionally. 
And what does that lead to? That leads to sadness, depression, frustration, anger, resentment, isolation, fear, rejection, all those different things. When our expectations aren't met, we feel let down. We feel destroyed in some situations because we thought everything was figured out but we just didn't take those extra steps. So that's what we're going to be talking about today on this podcast is ways that we can actually facilitate that and make sure we don't wind up with those emotions and those feelings and those setbacks because I know I've experienced them a lot in my life. I'm sure you have too. Um, so this is a, a good enough reminder for me as it is for you. So I appreciate it. This was actually a couple of uh, you guys that are listeners sent the topic in for me to cover today. So I appreciate that. So what is really at the root of expectations? Um, number one, we didn't do our planning. And number two, we didn't communicate. It's really that simple. Our expectations, we didn't plan and we didn't communicate. So we're going to be talking about that. Now, I'm sure like many of you, like me, you guys have said, well, I expected it to be like this, or I thought it would be like this, or I thought you were going to be doing that, or um, they should just know that, or I didn't expect that, or well, that wasn't that unexpected. That's because we didn't have all of the information. We didn't have all the data to make sure that we were understanding what was real and what was true. We were basing these things on assumptions and you guys know assumptions can kill you, right? So it's just a fact of putting stuff up in the air and going, okay, I expect this to happen. Or like you've heard me say before, hoping, wishing, and praying. That's all great, but unless you do the fucking work, you're not gonna achieve the results that you wanna achieve. And that's my job here as your coach, is to sit there and say, okay, listen, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we gotta do. We're doing good, but we really want to achieve those results. We gotta dig in, we gotta take more responsibility for what it is that we're doing. Now, with expectations, we have to realize that they happen with our careers. I mean, I'm sure you've been at work where you didn't expect something, something, a CEO changed or a procedure changed or somebody quit or somebody got fired or somebody went mental and went off. You know, we have things all around us. We have relationships. We didn't expect to be broken up. We didn't expect to find somebody cheating. We didn't expect to find our spouse that was, you know, in love with the other sex. Um, there's, there's situations all around us that cause us to have those expectations where we just sit back and go, what the fuck? And then what happens? We go to short-term gratifications. We want to drown it out. We want to distort it. We don't want to think about it. So we go to food, booze, sex, gambling, TV, shopping, whatever it might be to avoid dealing with the fact that our expectations were broken when we really didn't do the work in the beginning. We have expectations with goals. This is a big responsibility of mine as a coach is that people will set out and say, oh, I have an expectation. I'm gonna do a six month program and I'm gonna stick to my diet. I'm gonna lose hundred pounds and I'm gonna become this strong person. Well, if you have a plan and you know that it's measurable and it's realistic, we talk about the SMART acronym. I think that was back on um, episode 12 where we talked about goals. Um, go back and listen to that. So if you have goals and you have the SMART acronym, they're specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time specific, then you have a good emphasis. But sometimes we have these goals and we have these expectations like, oh yeah, it should be easy. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people like, oh yeah, I thought it was going to be easy. I'm like, well, what made you think that? And they can't even substantiate why they thought about it. They just wanted it to be easy. So they made the expectation that it was going to be easy. It was like a, an intention or a prayer or a wish which is ridiculous because again, that just results in the emotions that I told you about before. Um, recently, I've been hearing about people sitting there saying about, oh, I expected this product to be better. I expected this to taste better. And I'm like, what made you expect that? Well, the picture, well, the picture looks good. I'm like, well, the fucking picture is done by an advertising company. It's never gonna look like that. Did you read reviews? Did you make sure the reviews you were reading were accurate? Did you read multiple different sites for reviews to make sure that you were getting the right information? Your expectation is your responsibility to go out there and take responsibility. I think I just said that. Responsibility, responsibility, responsibility. Okay, there, I got it out. <clears throat> um, 
We have to make sure that we're doing those things. So if you're disappointed about something, then maybe you didn't do your work. <clears throat> also, another funny one that came to my mind when I was brainstorming this <clears throat> was that I've had people sit there saying, well, I didn't expect my car to break down. I'm like, oh, really? Why? I'm like, I don't know. I just broke down. I'm like, oh, if you haven't looked at by a mechanic recently, do you take it in for its, you know, uh, monthly maintenance or whatever it is? They're like, no, I expected a light to go on or something like that. I'm like, okay, your expectation that your car wasn't going to break down is stupid. You know, make sure you're taking it in the mechanic every quarter and have them look for things and make sure everything's good. <clears throat> Obviously, I have a trusted mechanic. So things like that. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities for have, to have our expectations distorted in all areas of our life. Um, and I know that me personally, um, I have a couple of different stories, probably a million stories I could tell you. But one of the stories I want to tell you about is that back in my young career as a um, as a supervisor, I wanted to become a supervisor. And I was going to school, I was getting my bachelor's degree in business administration, and I decided that I wanted to be a supervisor. So I told my boss at work, hey, listen, make me a supervisor. And she said, okay, um, yeah, no. And I was like, well, wait a minute, you know, I help the guys out, I do this, I do this, I do that. And she said, Chris, do you want the truth? And my expectation, honestly, is that from all the work I had done and my perception of the relationships that I had and everything I had accomplished, I thought it was a no-brainer for me to become a supervisor. So she tells me, she goes, do you want a, a normal review or do you want a supervisor's review? And this is before I became a supervisor. And I said, just lay it on me. I got this. No problem. I mean, I didn't tell her that. Um, so I walk into my review and I proceeded to get my ass handed to me because my expectation was up here like, oh yeah, I'm all this in a bag of chips. But realistically, it was all down here. So what happened? Like, the, like I said before, those emotions, the sadness, the frustration, the hurt, the resentment, the rejection. I was like, fuck this lady. I'm going to get out of here. You guys are all full of shit. And I may have told the story before, but it was a time for me to reflect and sit there and say, okay, is there a possibility that she actually might be truthful? She might be honest. And that might be the real situation versus the one I have playing up in my mind. That's a result of my ego. That's another thing that fucks us up is our ego. We think, oh, I got it. But realistically, we don't because we've never done anything like it. That's another topic. Um, so when she told me that, I was really devastated and I was bummed out. And it caused me to take a look inside. And I came back and I said, OK, thank you for that information. And then I spent the next year busting my ass to figure out what the expectation was, first of all, and then exceeding that. So I knew what my benchmark was. I knew that I had to have the staff approval. I knew that I had to have procedures implemented. I had clear goals and clear expectations. And as a result, the next year, raving reviews, got promoted. And of course, now I'm the director of operations for, uh, for a company. So I've had those situations. I've had situations where on my previous radio show that I did live, I did it for two and a half years. And my expectation was that the value I was putting out, the entertainment that I was putting out, the guests that I had on, the content I had on, my expectation that it would naturally just grow. Now, I wasn't looking to be Howard Stern or anything, but I expected my numbers to grow. I, was, I had all these friends and all these people on social. I figured if just one person liked it, it would be better. But my expectation was wrong because people weren't listening to it. And eventually it frustrated me to the point where I said, you know what, I'm just going to put the show on hiatus. That was my way of giving up and calling it really good. And uh, we know how that story turned out. <clears throat> it took me a few years to get back behind the microphone, but here I am again. Now I have solid expectations that I don't expect my show to grow leaps and bounds. I mean, there's 10 billion podcasts out there. So my expectation right now is to serve those of you guys who are listening and perhaps one day in the future, it'll take off and then people can go back and look at these episodes and go, wow, he was really rough at the beginning of his podcast. It's okay. It's fine. At least I started. At least I'm doing something. 
Um, so there's a couple of examples where my expectations were kind of way up here and then the results were down here and it caused me to kind of go into a funk, but ultimately I got out of it because I am unstoppable. So the number one thing we got to do is like I've said, is we have to have a plan that's realistic. What is your clear plan? What's the goals? And you guys have heard me talk about this. Think with the end in mind. So whatever it might be, if you're planning on losing weight or earning money or doing something, whatever the goal date is, work backwards from that and figure out what a realistic plan is. Or do you have clear expectations? And here's an important part. If it's something that you're doing with somebody else or if it's something that you're actually doing in a contractual situation, read the fine print. You know, I've had people recently tell me, oh, I got screwed over on this contract or I got screwed over on this. You know, I didn't know that or I didn't expect it. And I said, is it in the contract or is it in the warranty or is it in the instructions? I've had people tell me they fucked up something because they didn't even read the instructions. Well, I expected it to be easy. Well, you have to read the instructions. That's why they have instructions, stupid. So I'm sure a few of you are laughing out there because it's happened to you. Read the fine print. If it's somebody that's talking to you, read between the lines and what they're asking. Make sure that you're having those conversations so that there is clearness, there's clarity, there's understanding, there's mutual understanding in everything that you're doing because otherwise it's an assumption and you're going to be let down. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be frustrated. All those emotions, like I said before. So that's the real first part of it is to have a plan and have clear expectations and know where you're going and know that it's solid. The second part of that is to ask yourself some questions. What is my end result? Like I just said, what is my end result? So often we just think, oh, I'm going to do this. But really, what is the result? And how are you going to get there? Who are you going to need on your team? Is it going to be your spouse, your friends, a coworker, um, an outside agent, you know, a coach, whatever it is, who is it that you're going to need? And then get them involved to make sure that they know what their part, their role is. Even if it's a supporter, tell them, hey, listen, I need your support. Here's what I expect. I don't need you to do anything, but just occasionally ask me a question about what's going on. Give me a push here and there. If you see me getting lazy, that's what I need from you. But often we sit there and we think, well, I thought you knew that. I mean, I could tell you so many stories in my relationship where it was like, well, I thought you were going to do that. Well, I thought you did that. Oh, I, I figured you already knew. Oh, I thought you figured from this, from that, that you would get this, you know, that kind of shit. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it screws us up still, even for me to this day, I do a crappy job of it sometimes, but I'm getting better. And this is actually a great motivator for me to take a look at some of the expectations that I have and make sure that I'm doing my responsibility. Because at the end, what I found out is we don't want to have those uncomfortable conversations. We don't want to put ourselves in a vulnerable situation to be rejected or potentially to have our dream bubble busted. Uh, but it's better to have that realization at the onset and be able to adjust and recalibrate than it is to go through with it thinking that you're going to make it when you're not. And then obviously look at what resources you need. What materials do I need? What supplies do I need? People will have this expectation, I'm going to do this, and then they get into something and they didn't realize all the different things they were going to need because they didn't do the planning like I just told you about. So all of this is critical and all of this is relatively easy. It's just setting the steps and doing those things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, number two, communication. You want to communicate proactively. You want to make sure that the people you're working with, in addition to yourself, you need to talk to yourself and make sure that you have clear expectations and that they're understandable and make sure you also, this is a key point is have a trusted advisor because I'll tell you this, people will lie. Now I've watched, I watched something a couple of weeks ago. People were having a conversation and I watched and I love communication. I used to be a communications coach and I was sitting there watching 
And they were doing a pretty decent job of back and forth, you know, listening, paraphrasing, things of that nature. But I could tell the person receiving the instruction wasn't getting it. Not entirely, probably about 60%. So after the other person left, I said, did you understand what they said? And they said, yeah. And I said, just do me a favor. I said, it's none of my business, really. I said, but would you paraphrase back to me what you think you heard him say? And they got about 60% of it right. And they missed some key ingredients. And like, well, I would have figured that out. No, it's better just to say, you know what? I didn't understand. Can you say that differently? It take the time to do those things, but also have a trusted advisor, the person that's going to tell you the truth because people are going to tell you, oh yeah, that's no problem. I'll do that for you. And they're not. And you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be let down because you had that expectation, even though they were honest with you and they thought they were going to do it. They didn't follow through. So for me, I need to have somebody who's going to be fucking honest with me and tell me the straight shit when I come to them with an idea or an expectation. It's like, hey, uh, Shane, do you think my podcast is going to be number one on iTunes by next year? Shane's going to be like, no, dude, you're crazy. But maybe in a couple of years, it could be where people around me are going to be like, oh, my God, you're so rad. Everything's so great. You're going to be number one before you know it. You're going to take over, you know, number one in personal development because people love you and they want to see the best for you. It's not anything that's harmful necessarily, but have somebody in your corner who's going to tell you the truth. That's why I get hired as the no excuses coach, because people come to me and they're like sick and tired of their own excuses, but they're sick and tired of people bullshitting them. And I'm going to be the guy that's going to love you, but it's going to be the person that's going to tell you what it is that you need to know when you need to know it so that you're successful. That's what I need. That's what I get. I have coaches. I have mentors. I have accountability partners. So I could tell you it works. One of the suggestions, like I said, with all of that is when you're communicating with somebody, just ask them to paraphrase back. Just say, you know, do me a favor. I've got a lot on my mind right now. I want to make sure I said this correctly to you. Can you just tell me what you heard? And if they tell you what they heard, then awesome. But if they didn't, if they say, oh, you want me to do this and that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't say it correctly. Don't come back at them and say, no, you didn't hear, you you weren't listening because then you're going to put them on the defensive and it's going to cause other problems. Just simply say, you know what? I'm probably didn't say it correctly. Allow me to say it again. Okay, sure. You get their opinion, you get their approval. So they're receptive and then you watch their body language. And if they start doing shit, looking at their phone, say, I'm sorry, can I have your attention for just a minute? This is really important. Another thing you can do and this, sometimes I get some feedback on this, but even if it's your spouse or your friend or something like that, if you have the ability just send them a follow-up text. If this is on, if this is talking, which you should be doing, talking, um, send a follow-up email or a follow-up text and just say, hey, thanks a lot for our conversation earlier. I really appreciate it. Just to recap, this is what I'm expecting. This is what you're responsible for. This is what I'm responsible for. Are we cool? Just that step alone is going to save you hours of aggravation. Plus the bonus in that is to say, hey, shoot me an email or shoot me a text back saying that you got us and you understand it. Because Later on, of course, even if they say they understood it when they didn't, you can sit there and say, well, you told me you got it, so fuck you. Um, Not necessarily in those many words, but it just it's an opportunity for you to go, you know what, I'm not going to deal with that person anymore because they tell me to my face they got it, but then it, it, it didn't, and I can't count on them, and I can't trust them. And I'll be the first to tell you that there are people in my life that are no longer here because I can't count on them, and I can't trust them. So it is what it is. Unstoppable, kick ass confidence, baby. The third thing you need to do is you need to follow up, right? Okay, are we still on the same page? Is everything still cool? It's been a couple of months. Things have changed. Are you still good? Am I still good? Is the goal still the same? Do we need to readjust? That is critical also because people will sit there and won't do a check-in. And if it's something that's a long-term situation, um, you get six months into something or a year into something, and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. That all changed. I don't have that anymore. Sorry. Um, I've had a few situations with that. And it's like, oh, I forgot to tell you. You've had anybody tell you that? I forgot to tell you. Sorry. Eh. 
No. So periodically check in and just make sure, hey, we still good? Oh yeah, I'm still good. I think you're doing great. Here's what you can change or here's what I can do or maybe we can make some modifications, but just do a check. And then most people don't want to do that because they don't want to open Pandora's box to find out that something has changed and they have to readjust and it gets uncomfortable and you just like, well, my expectation is that it was going to be all perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, life is not going to be perfect and the things you go after are not going to be perfect. And that's where you have to have resiliency. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing the 75 hard program. And if you guys aren't familiar with it, I'll go down it real quick. 75 days, no breaks, great diet. So any healthy diet right now, I'm doing pretty much keto. Um, no booze, no sugar. So that's one thing. So diet, no booze, no sugar. The second thing is two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. One of them has to be outside no matter what. So 45 minutes each, one of them has to be outside. That's been the most challenging part. A gallon of water a day, 10 pages out of a personal development book and a daily picture. So all that sounds pretty easy, but when you put that into motion for 75 days, it gets challenging. But again, my expectation is that I've already seen the end goal. I've already got it visualized in mind. I already had a plan. I already created my workouts. I already created my diet. I've already had filters in my body to be able to look at M&Ms and say that they're poison. So again, my expectation is that I'm not going to have any problem doing this. Will it be challenging? Yes. Is it pushing me out of my comfort zone? Yes. Is it making me healthier? Fuck yeah. Is it giving me more energy? Yeah. Go back and watch the first podcast. You're going to see how I am. My guy, guys, this is Ron unscripted. I was in a lot of pain and a lot of drugs. So I'm getting healthy and I'm taking responsibility because I'm unstoppable, baby. So um, so what happens if you have a situation where somebody and you have your expectations are damaged, right? I get that quite a bit. Like I had this falling out because I expected this and they expected this and da-da-da-da. The first thing you got to do, no matter whose fault it is, don't be looking for fault. Just accept responsibility and apologize. Now, we often like, well, you did this and I, you play Monday morning quarterback and all this other bullshit. Cut to the chase. And if it's important to you, cut to the chase and say, listen, it's my responsibility. I dropped the ball on my end. What can we do to repair this? What can we do? How can we get back on board together? You got to reestablish that trust. And, you know, if you can't, then you need to move on. So often we'll spend time trying to salvage a relationship that's not salvageable anymore because, oh, it used to be so great. Life, it goes on. It's for a moment. I think it's, what do they say? Relationships are for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I mean, I've had to wish people well my entire life. It's like, hey, good luck. Next time. I love you. Peace. Take out. So um, you got to make sure that you're checking in. You got to make sure you're repairing those situations, but you also have to know when to move on. Even if it's with, you know, a job or with its, you know, family or friends or anybody else, it's just super important that we make sure we, um, we make those identifications also. Um, And one of the biggest issues, I think I may have mentioned this before, sorry if I haven't, is honesty. People won't be honest with you, but also more importantly, you have to be honest with yourself. If you're not honest with yourself, like I said, you know, having that smart goal plan, if you didn't uh, listen to episode 12, uh, go back and listen to that because it's all about goal setting. That feeds right into these expectations. You have to be honest. You have to be realistic and you have to make sure that the person is that you're you're talking with is also going to be realistic and honest because people want to be happy and like, oh, sure, no problem. I'll take care of that for you. Sure. Yeah, it'll be no, no big deal. And you put all your eggs in one basket and all of a sudden you find out they're flaky. That's the issue. So for me, that's why I'm pretty much a lone wolf. And I know that's bad. I trust a few people in my life, but that way I can count on myself and I know what I need to do. And I don't depend a lot on other people because everybody else got their own shit going on. So it's for me, it's better this way. 
And that's why I do the coaching is that I can be that person for you. I can be that person for somebody else, uh, that trusted advisor, if you will. If you're truly serious about making success in your life and not just staying mediocrity, that's, that's what I do. So, um, so really, I mean, that's, that's kind of the gist of it. I mean, I could go a lot deeper and then we would wind up with an hour long podcast. Um, but you know, just take responsibility for your actions. Make sure that you're communicating your expectations. Make sure you're not relying on assumptions or third party bullshit. Like, Oh, I have an expectation because so-and-so told me this about the person down the hall. You know, that's ridiculous. Don't make assumptions. Don't go based on shitty facts. Don't go based on, you know, third person information because you know how that is. If you ever heard of the telephone game, um, it's something that I actually did in my first live event well, my only live event where I actually had about 25 people in the room. And I just simply gave the first person in the first row a simple couple of sentences. And I said, listen, by the time it gets to the person on the last person, last chair in the last row, the story is going to probably be different. And to be honest, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, and I gave him something pretty simple, like, okay, Johnny's going to go to the store and he's going to buy two loaves of bread and an ounce of beef and two ounces of beef. I don't know, something like that. And sure enough, it got to the end and it took probably about five minutes, 10 minutes. And sure enough, the story changed because people weren't listening. People did not pass on the information correctly. And that's what you get in corporate. That's what you get in life. And so you just really got to take responsibility and wrap around and make sure you have clear, um, clear expectations. Um, so just a couple of reminders. Again, if you're listening to this on iTunes, we do a live uh, video feed of this podcast every single week in the raw and unscripted group. Um, if you need access to that, just go to my website. It's ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H, ChristopherRausch.com. And if you go on the podcast page, there is a link to the raw and unscripted group right there. You go in there and you can be there and you can see the live episode of this every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And I engage with you right there also. Plus in the forum, then we could talk about the show afterwards. And if you have questions, everybody kind of engages. So it's like a group think. So it's really super cool. Again, if you go to my website, connect with me on social. I'm posting videos on YouTube a lot more often. So once you hit the subscribe button, you'll be sure to get those. I'm doing mostly daily videos on my 75 hard, which have little nuggets of information on there. So that'll keep you motivated, keep you inspired. And, um, as I said before, we got the group coaching coming on. So if you're not already in the kick-ass nation, um, on my website, just go there and you can get a free download and then you'll be sure to get all the communications of what's being launched and going on. So I can further help you even more beyond what I'm doing here on the podcast and what I'm doing on social. So this is all about us helping each other and growing each other and, and creating a movement. So we don't sit there and we have regrets at the end of the, the end of our journey. I'm known as the no excuses coach and in most of my posts, I put no regrets because that's the thing that scares the shit out of me the most is that we have all this talent, we have all these resources, we have all this time, we have all this energy, and yet we sit by and we wait and we complain and we live in mediocrity and eventually we're gonna look at the end of our life, we're gonna be like, fuck, I wasted it. I let it go. I blamed other people. I lived in the past. I lived in the future. I lived in fear. I lived in doubt. All you gotta do is educate yourself. I mean, everything is there on Google and YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, how to overcome fear, how to become a better salesperson, how to change jobs, how to have better relationships, how to communicate better, how to get ahead at work. It's all right there for you. I'm right here for you. I put out posts all the time. What do you guys want to hear on the podcast? It's here for you. You have to take that step. I can only bring you so far, but then you have to take it uh, the rest of the way. So I love you guys. 
Again, keep those cards and letters coming. If you're on iTunes, I would love a review. Thank you very much. I want to grow the podcast. I want to get more listeners on this, and that's the way we do it. There's 10 billion podcasts out there, and let's make Ron and Scripted just get a little bit higher every week. I'd really appreciate it. All right, peace out. I love you guys. Take care. Kick ass. Guide for life. Peace.